Welcome back to another session of Breakout with Chad Nedland, where I help you break out of your old life and create your best life today by sharing with you the strategies and principles that I have learned to help advance each day. Welcome to another session of Breakout with Chad Nedland. Today we're going to discuss six uncommon strategies for developing a greater sense of gratitude in life. Now we all know that if you've ever been in the self-help, the personal development or self-development space, you'll hear you got to have an attitude of gratitude. Gratitude will get you what you need and you know it'll change your mindset. But today we're going to talk about how we can actually develop a heart and a mindset of gratitude in just a moment. All right, welcome back. There are six simple things that I actually learned from uh, what I would constitute as a mentor, Brendan Burchard. He shared these six things with me, and I want to share them with you. Um, they're not common. I never would have thought about them before. Like number one, the first thing that he, he mentioned is is notice your complaints. And I thought I thought we were talking about gratitude, right? And he's like, notice your complaints, and. It didn't make any sense at first, but then I started to think about it and I realized, you know, I can't really be grateful about things if I'm complaining about things at the same time. You know, my mindset can only go one of two places, gratitude or complaining. So if I notice when I complain, where I complain, how others are complaining, then I can realize the areas in which I need to replace that with gratitude. There, you can't have both at the same time in your heart, so therefore if I limit, eliminate the complaining, I actually make room for gratitude and gratefulness. I mean, can you imagine if 80% of your thoughts and your words were about complaining about your situation? Here comes my boss. Oh my gosh. Or, oh no, here comes Janie. She's going to start talking about her boyfriend again. This is going to be like, oh, you know, every time I go to this place, we end up eating the same thing. We get the bad. What if we were to eliminate all of those negative complaints? Our life would almost seem empty, would it not? I mean, we would have to find something to fill it with versus maybe, ah, oh, here comes my boss again. I'm so thankful I have the opportunity to be a positive influence in his life today. You know what? Here comes Janie. She's usually down about her boyfriend all the time. I wonder how I can really just, I can be, I can be that inspiration to her that she's a good person. You know, I'm really thankful that I have the opportunity to be an impactful person in her life today. Or, you know, I'm really thankful that we get to come back to this same restaurant and actually support the staff here. The staff is really good. The food may not be the best quality, but that, that pales in comparison with the ability that I have to be a positive influence in all of the wait staff's lives. See, there's a way that we can actually eliminate the complaints by adding a heart of gratitude and gratefulness gratefulness into them. So what are the top three things that you complain about most in your life? Just think about them for a minute. What are the top three? Now here's the challenge he proposed to me and I'm going to propose the same challenge to you. For the next 10 days, make it your goal that you will not complain about those things. In fact, 
I want you to think about the biggest complaint you have. Maybe it's a maybe it's a coworker, okay? And I'm going to use this as an example. Maybe it's your coworker Mike. He just drives you absolutely nuts. Anytime that you complain about your coworker, anytime you complain about your car or traffic or any one of the things on your top 3, I want you to realize that you now have to go buy Mike lunch and sit down and eat with him. This is not going to be pleasurable nor desirable and I guarantee it will motivate you to focus on not complaining. You know, complaining is not just the words that you use, but also the thoughts that you entertain in your mind. If you have a mindset of complaining, that's complaining. You've got to deal with that, okay? Now, that'll lead us into our next area which also inv- involves our mindset and our speech. Number 2. Don't gossip. You see, gossiping is nothing more than adding drama to talking about somebody else's meaningless situation in their lives. You don't need that. I mean, you really don't need that. What you need is to spend more time investing in meaningful conversation with other people about your life. Spend time talking about the positive things going on in your life. In fact, if you waste all of your time on stupid conversation, gossiping about others, you're going to miss the blessings that are truly there. So that's a really important one. Stop the gossip and begin the discussion about the blessings and positive things in your life and share that with another one today. This one really threw me. In fact, he mentioned when he was sharing me, this is Brendan I'm talking about, that it actually took him for kind of for surprise too because it it wasn't something that's normally talked about. He said read biographies, read historical biographies of great leaders. Because our lack of gratitude in our life is usually because of a lack of perspective. When we look at great leaders historically and we get to see what they've come through, we'd realize that maybe that small apartment that we live in could be a mansion compared to the tent cities that others used to live in. You know that that food that we have to eat and we're not so happy about when we go to the restaurant and have someone else cook and prepare and serve it to us. We complain about that because we don't think about the fact that there are those who are just thrilled at having broth one piece of chicken in 20 po- 20 gallons of water and and call it soup because they're so grateful for what they had our gratitude is lacking because our perspective is lacking so when we think about what the others have overcome what our race has overcome in life we get to experience a greater sense of gratitude in our own lives Number 4 has to be probably one of my favorite and dearest in my heart because I have a real passion for doing this. Number 4 is simply to volunteer. But I'm not talking about volunteering uh you know as as a gate holder or a, or a door holder at some ritzy hotel where people are going to see some high-end performance. I don't want you to go out and volunteer to serve people who are better off than you are. I'm asking you to go ahead and step out of your comfort zone and go and volunteer and help those who are less fortunate than you. 
And it's not about seeing where they are, but it's realizing that you are in a position in your life to be of help to someone else. It's hard to see yourself as lacking in something if you're in a position to give something away. Give away of your time. Give something away of your heart. Give away of your food if you have food for those that are hungry. Close somebody who don't have clothes. You will begin to develop a greater sense of gratitude for what you have when you realize what you have is so much greater than what others have access to or possess themselves. Number five, acknowledge the blessings and the beauties in your life. You know, there is so many beautiful things that are that are going on around you on a regular basis. Do you spend time and actually stop and acknowledge them? And I'm not stopping and saying, you know, stop and go, oh, look, there's a sunrise. No, I'm saying acknowledge it. Stop for a moment. Look at the sunrise. Enjoy the colors. Enjoy watching the slight changes in the colors as the sun comes up. Think about the warmth that that sun is going to bring. Think about the, the blessing of heat, which nourishes the earth and helps the crops to raise and, and it warms your skin. Think about the actual experience and the beauty in life. Think about the flowers and then take time to go smell them. Slow down. Enjoy and acknowledge the beauty in life. And the same thing with the blessing is taking the time to acknowledge the blessing. The blessing is the thing that is going on in your life that you're not responsible for, yet is so great. I mean, how many times does something good happen in your life that you're not responsible for? Now, granted, there's some of you listening out there who are going to go, well, it never really happens that much. You know, I don't really get blessed in my life. I got to work so hard for everything. Really? When's the last time you woke up in the morning and you took a breath? Did you put the air there for you to breathe? No, probably not. When's the last time you flushed the toilet? Did you go out to the creek and fill a bucket full of water and come back and fill the toilet? Probably not. That's a blessing. That's something that you've been blessed with. It's there, not because of something that you did, but because something that was made available to you. So take the time to acknowledge the blessing and the beauty of your life. But don't just do it on the inside. I want you to actually discuss and experience that blessing and that beauty in your life with someone else. What's the point of having something if you're not going to share it with somebody? When you share it with emotion and experience with other people, it makes it more real inside you. When you try and express what that blessing is in your life to someone else, you actually spend time trying to acknowledge not only what it is, but how it makes you feel because you want them to experience that as well. It's about making something real to someone else. This will, in turn, develop a greater sense of gratitude within your heart. And this one, this, this last one is something that he mentioned that really kind of hit home. It says, write love letters. And I thought, yeah, I should probably write my wife a love letter. In fact, that's one of my projects that I have to get done today. Not because it's something that's a must, but something that I've created is a must because I want her to know how much I care about her. It may take me a week because I don't write much, but I'm going to do that. Write a love letter. Write a love letter to your spouse, to your kids, to your parents, to your aunts, to your uncles. Write a love letter to anybody that you care about in your life. And it doesn't matter whether they're still alive or whether or not they've passed on. Write that letter because the art 
of expressing thankfulness and gratitude has been lost. It's been lost with the flip of the phone and the type of the keyboard. Pick up a pen and a paper. A pen is that long tubular thing that holds ink, and when you press it against paper, you know, it, it leaves marks. You know, so often we forget how to use that. And, and I loved it when, when, when Brennan explained it like that to me because he just really brought it home that people are so far removed from manually doing anything that we lose the art form that's, in, in, you know, included in that. When you write it out, write why it is that you love me love them. Why do you think that they're amazing? Why are they an extraordinary part of your life? Why are you thankful that they're a part of your life? What is it that you appreciate about them? What have they brought into your life that you would not have experienced if it wasn't for them? Take the time to write those letters. So to wrap it up, what I want you to do to develop a greater sense of gratitude, both in your mindset and in your heart, is to do five simple things. I want you to notice your complaints and then intentionally remove them and make room for gratitude. Don't spend time on gossip. Instead, remove the gossip and replace it with meaningful conversation about your life with others. Spend some time reading about other great leaders and what they've come through and what we've come through as a race so that we can gain a greater perspective, so that we can have a greater sense of gratitude. Spend some time volunteering to help those who are less fortunate than you so that you can realize how much you actually have in your life. Take time to acknowledge the blessing and the beauty in your life and express that with others so that they can experience that as well. And make sure you take some time to write a love letter. But the most important love letter you need to write is write a love letter to yourself. Why are you amazing? Why are you extraordinary? Why are you thankful that you exist? And what do you appreciate about who you have become today? As always, I love you, you take care, and we'll talk soon. Bye now.